Hi, this is Mark Rabin. Welcome to episode 130 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from March 16th, 2016. It was titled, From a Patient Safety Tragedy to Lean and Baldridge Success in a Small Texas Hospital. So as Patient Safety Awareness Week continued, I want to give thanks to the people who shared a link to a story from the PBS NewsHour uh, with me. Um, you can find a link uh, to that. You can actually watch the video if you go to leanblog.org slash audio130. There was a story that aired on PBS on March 9th. Uh, they, t- they called it, uh, After Tragic Mistake, Rural Hospital Transforms into Model of Success. So the, the piece starts with a, a tragic story at Hill County Memorial, a hospital in Fredericksburg, Texas. It's, a, it's west of Austin, northwest of San Antonio. They misdiagnosed a 13-year-old uh, boy who had suffered a stroke. The, uh, the, quote, inattentive and callous, unquote, emergency physician didn't listen to the boy's mother about something not being right with Quinn Cott, that, that boy. So rather than just blaming an individual, it makes me wonder about the circumstances. Was the ED overwhelmed with, with patients, too many patients? And if so, was that something that could have been solved earlier with lean and process improvement strategies? How could we look at this in a way other than just blaming that doctor, an individual? Was it really a, a quote unquote bad apple or a bad system? It's usually not a problem with bad apples in healthcare. Um, Cheryl Cott, Quinn's mother, said in the story, quote, I met the doctor coming down the hall and I said, something is wrong with Quinn. And he shushed me, she recalled. And I said, no, you, you don't, don't you tell me to shush. You're the doctor. I'm the mom. There's something wrong with my son, and I need to know what's wrong with my son, and we're not taking him home, end of quote. So that episode reminds me of Sorrel King, um, who, a mother who said physicians didn't listen to her, which contributed to the death of her daughter, Josie. And you can hear my podcast with Sorrel King, my interview, if you go to leanblog.org slash 78. It's episode 78 of my original podcast series. Again, from the story, quote, It wasn't until the next morning that a pediatrician finally examined Quinn. He was rushed to a hospital in San Antonio, about 70 miles south, and died soon after. He had suffered a massive stroke, end of quote. Now, this incident was a wake-up call for the hospital. Dr. Michael Williams, CEO at the time, said, quote, We had a clear opportunity to either do what most hospitals do and what we had done previously, which is to get our attorneys involved, be prepared for a lawsuit, Williams said. Or we could take a different approach and work directly, reach out to the family and ask them to partner with us in really transforming the hospital, end of quote. The hospital needed transformation as they were, as it says in the story, losing money each year. Patient satisfaction was very low. Employee satisfaction was very low. And people were, quote, leaving the community to get their care elsewhere. Now, on the topic of parents questioning things or parents catching mistakes, there there was another recent story I saw uh, online. It was titled, Mom and Dad Often Catch Hospital Errors Doctors Missed. It was a Reuters news story. And it says, quote, roughly one in 10 parents spotted mistakes that physicians did not, according to the study of safety incidents observed on two pediatrics units at a hospital in Boston. For the subset of cases that were medical mistakes, the reviewers found 30% of the incidents caused harm and were preventable. Preventable errors described by parents included delays detecting a foreign body left behind after a procedure, leaving something inside a patient, essentially, recognition and treatment of urinary retention and receipt of pain medication, end of quote. That's one reason 
why the BATS Patient Safety Foundation also has a version of their BATS guide um, for pediatric care. It's a guide for, for patients and parents and, and family members to use uh, when you're in the hospital. So with all these errors, children and adults alike need an advocate looking out for them and checking for errors. So let's talk about Lean and Toyota. Uh, the Fredericksburg Hospital uh, in this story, they hired a former Toyota employee, Jeff Darnaby, to quote, help bring the car company's revered assembly line principles to Hill Country Memorial, end of quote. And uh, boy, you know, I think about that quote a little bit more. It makes me think, you know, what makes Lean and the Toyota product production system powerful? It's not that it's quote unquote assembly line methods. It's really it's it's management methods. It's problem solving methods. It's employee engagement methods. It's not just about assembly lines. But as Darnaby says, quote, the Toyota production system basically allows you to identify waste and remove that waste from your processes. Anything that doesn't add value to the customer, to the process, is considered waste, end of quote. Now, the hospital has also incorporated um, other outside ideas from uh, organizations like Southwest Airlines and Ritz-Carlton Hotels. Now, in, in the story, if you watch the video, again, go to leanblog.org slash audio 130, you'll see glimpses of the Lean and Toyota methodology, as I um, had shared online via Twitter. Um, follow me, by the way, there, at Mark Graben. So you can see a strategy deployment board um, that the, uh, has different categories of goals and metrics. I'm surprised, uh, actually, that even though it's good to see this methodology, I'm surprised that finance and growth was listed as um, the top goal. You know, usually Toyota and lean organizations list cost or finance last, um, with safety and quality being listed first, since cost is seen as the end result of improving safety and quality. So on this board, uh, going from top to bottom, maybe they didn't mean to be this in priority order, but I think it could be interpreted that way. One was finance and growth, two, service, three, quality, four, uh, people. And you can see there's different objectives and different measures um, that they're tracking. But, you know, uh, you know, they're doing some good things there. Hill County Memorial uh, has, has won the prestigious Malcolm Baldridge National Quality Award, uh, which is, uh, you know, quite... Uh, an important national recognition. Um, the Baldridge criteria and methodology, it's something I've seen uh, many hospitals um, use in conjunction with lean uh, to improve quality of care and patient satisfaction. So, you know, there, there are many problems in healthcare and uh, there's far too much harm that occurs to patients. But, you know, I do want to congratulate Hill County Memorial and uh, I wish them the best in the rest of their lean journey. And again, thanks for listening. Um, to find everything in the series and to subscribe, uh, go to leanblog.org audio.